Welcome, 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 welcome to Prayer Camp August Edition. We thank God for the previous sections for the day one. It was it was mind blowing. We thank God for His Word that came with power. We thank God. God has been faithful, and we know that He's going to continue to be faithful. He's going to continue to be faithful. Okay, so as we all know, we are we practically have a very very prophetic team. We have a very prophetic team. We'll be reading it quickly as we as we proceed. So, if you have your Bibles with you, which I believe you do, let's go to Exodus fourteen, verse fifteen. Okay, and it says, "I really love to start from verse. I really love to start from verse 13. But let's read 15 for now. So Exodus 14 verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cried thou unto me? Why are you crying unto me? The Lord said to Moses, Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. So God is speaking to ECCN. And God is telling ECCN to go forward. And I want you to know that ECCN is not, ECCN is beyond, beyond the ministry. ECCN is you. ECCN is you. ECCN is you. ECCN is you. Yes. So we're going to be dissecting. <laughs> I said dissecting. We're going to be going through some scriptures and getting the juice out of it. And I trust the Holy Spirit to break it down to our understanding. Okay, so the team says go forward. So there's another thing. There's a, there's something else. Um, when I was now studying about this, there was also something else that came to my mind. Okay, there was also something else that came to my mind when I was when I was studying about this, and it's in Revelation four, verse one. I'll quickly read it. Revelation for verse one. <laughs> After this, I looked, and behold, a door was open, was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, a trumpet talking, talking, with me, which said, "Come up hither." And I will show thee things which must be here after. So basically, um, in this passage, John, John the Beloved specifically, he had an encounter. And the, the word that came to him specifically said, come up hither. Come up hither. Just like in the Old Testament, where God, where Moses was crying to God, and God said to the people, and God said to Moses, "Why are you crying to me? Let the people go forward. Let the people go forward." So I was studying about this, and surprisingly, the Holy Spirit is there giving me. 
hindrances to moving forward. Hindrances. We know what I know we're talking about going forward. But the thing is that we have to know what are some things that can stop us from going forward. So we don't just profess it, but we address certain certain things in our lives. And I want to just say that when the Holy Spirit was saying these things, I was like, Holy Spirit, it's not like as if I figured I figured out all. <laughs> it's not like it's not like I figured out all these things you are saying, you know. <laughs> It's like as if I figured them, I figured all of them out. But he was like, this is what I want my people to hear. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yes. So when I hear the word moving forward, come up here, what comes to me? The first thing that comes to my mind is that there has to be a shift. There has to be a shift. And I want you to know that you are the one that decides where that shift is going to be now. So if the team is, is move forward, go forward. You as an individual should have an expectation of what you want to go forward or what you want to move forward. So don't just come and say, go forward, go forward. No, you are strengthening. If God should give you strength now, what will you do with that strength? If God should empower you now, what would you do with it? Do you have a plan? Do you have a plan? Have you seen the vision? Have you made it plain? Okay. I think I'm already going into some of, one, some of the hindrances, but not directly. So let me just start. So one of the hindrances I wrote here is making excuses. Making excuses. Making excuses. Of course, we know what making excuses mean. When you're supposed to do something and you say, ah, I'm not really sure how this is going to be. I'm not really sure how this is going to be. But I'm not just, I don't just want to say my own words. I want to, you know, give instances of Bible characters so that we can use how their life went and be able to, and be able to see, okay, how this applies to, to me or how it applies to yourself. I mean, so for example, Queen Vashti. I believe we know Queen Vashti from the book of Esther. From the book of Esther 1. So I would explain the story. If somebody can post it from the book of Esther 1. So I will just briefly explain what happened to Vashti. And I will say how, what, how, it's, how it relates to making excuses. So Queen Vashti was, she was the queen at that time. And of course, she was married to the king and there came a day when the king was having a ball. So because Vashti is a queen, she decided to have her own ball. Like, you know, a palace there would be, there will of course be a lot of rooms, a lot of space. So she was like, okay, let me have my own ball. So now she invited her own people and the king invited his own people. So now... It came a time whereby the king wanted to, the king wanted to, you know, just flaunt the beauty of his wife. Like he has a beautiful wife. So he wanted to flaunt the beauty of his wife and he sent for Vashti. Call Vashti for me. Call my beautiful queen for me. All of a sudden, the guards came to Vashti and were like, okay, please, the king needs your attention. 
And surprisingly, the queen was like, why would he call for me? He's aware that I'm at it. I'm, I have my own ball at this time. Why would he call for me? Why would he do that? I'm not going anywhere. And the king obviously felt insulted why Queen Vashti would do something like that. So this instance of Vashti is not necessarily procrastination, but the fact that she made an excuse. She made an excuse. She was like, no, I'm not going. I'm not going to do this. If Queen Vashti could have told the people, please, can you just give me a few minutes? Let me go and attend to my husband. It could have made a difference in her life. It could have honestly made a difference. It could have avoided so much, but we still thank God for what happened. <laughs> we still thank God for what happened. But you see how the impact of making, of making excuses really affected Queen Vashti. And you, the Holy Spirit might be talking to you and he might be giving you an instant of him telling you to do something and you are saying no. No, this is how you are seeing it. So the Holy Spirit is saying you should do something, but you are bringing your own view of how you see it instead of you to submit to his own perspective. Instead, you are making an excuse. How? Please. I, I, I want you to just take a moment and think. How would you move forward if you are making an excuse for an instruction he has given? How would you move forward? Remember that the Holy Spirit, first of all, he has been sent. Like Jesus literally said, see, I am sending you a helper. I know you can't do it on your own. I am sending you a guide, a, someone that will guide you, someone that will counsel you because I am sure that you cannot do it on your own. So let's consider this. Let's consider it. Let's consider it. Why make that excuse? Why not follow what he's saying? I know it looks big. Trust me. I know it looks so big. <laughs> I know it looks so big. Or it looks so impossible. But why don't you just go ahead and trust him? It's better to just trust him. So much better. So that's the first that's the first one. The first hindrance is making excuses. Just do it. Just do it. So secondly, holding on to past self instead of embracing your future self. I'm going to rephrase this. Holding on to what you know to be yourself. What you know to be your personality. You are holding on to it. Instead of you to embrace, like for example, let's use, um, okay, let's use this, this personality types. For example, if, okay, for example, if you are phlegmatic, oh my God, if you don't know what phlegmatic means, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the example I have. For example, if you are phlegmatic and one of the characteristics they are prone to is they are prone to to um to slag a lot to be told to not want to make decisions on time so if you have that kind of character and you are embracing it you are like ah, 
I don't make decisions easily, so so there's no need for me to there's no need for me to act on this fast. Instead of you to embrace the fact that ah, you are now a new creation, you need to be you do you need to in, incorporate the fact that you are now a believer and start transforming your mind. Yes. So my example of this is this person. Oh my, honestly, honestly, ah, Holy Spirit. Okay, okay, okay. So it's important that we don't focus. Because the thing is that we need to realize when we move. You need to realize when you don't have to hold on to that past personality. Like I will give an example of myself. Like I said, I went to, I believe I've shared this story before, but I will share it for this purpose because it actually fits this very well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, I, I went to a book, I went for a book launch and I had two of my, one or the other, two of my close friends. And I don't know how the, the topics um, actually sprung up, but um, I was like, I just mentioned the statement. Um, I think it was, I mentioned it harmlessly. I was like, you guys know I'm an introvert, so I can't really do that kind of thing. They shouted. They were like, what? You an introvert? How could you say that? You're not an introvert. You're an extrovert. You've passed that. I'm like, it was serious. Like, I was like, what do you people mean? How would you say I'm an extrovert? I know myself. I'm an introvert. They started convincing me of how I was an extrovert. Okay. Oh my God. Thank you. An introvert is someone that keeps to themselves. They don't easily socialize so much. An extrovert is someone that is so free, socializes so well, and is a people person. Let me just put it like that. An extrovert is a people person. So I was wondering why these people were calling me a people person when I know I'm not. So I started thinking. So what I was telling them as my excuse, I was like, ah, during this time when I was in secondary school, during this time when I was in secondary school, and I was telling them how I learned how to be an extrovert and all that. Then they were like, ah, Margaret, can't you hear what you are saying? You are literally saying you were an introvert before, but you've learned. You've learned. So you're an extrovert now. It can't change. That day, it was like something fell from my eyes. I'm not kidding. It was like something fell from my eyes. I was like, what? You mean that this... <laughs> anyway, that's a testimony though. So I'm just saying, hold on and embrace your future self. Hold on. If you want to move forward, you have to, you have to definitely do a self-check. You have to do a self-check. You want to move forward. You have to do a self-check. Because there are some things that are in the old, we are definitely going to talk about seasons. There are some things that are in the previous season that you can't, you can't take along. 
and some of them you've even dropped it and you don't know but you, but, but your mind is still carrying it thank you jesus okay the third one is misplaced priorities replacing the means for the end so our example of the bible our, the example of our bible character here is Martha. so Martha is a sister of mary and these two sisters they invited jesus into their house so Martha was her huh? oh my we have a visitor okay let's start cooking let's start preparing dun, 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 dun. and jesus was teaching but mary was like you know what i think i'm going to sit down and listen to this teacher talk i'm going to sit down and listen so that gives us an, an instance of priorities priorities what are your priorities do you think about what you do or you just do things? What is more important to you right now? Many of us will say God, but when you wake up first thing in the morning, what do you actually do? When you wake up first thing in the morning, what do you do? And another thing that I also wanted to bring up is replacing the means for the end and i'm going to explain what that means a means is supposed to take you to something a means is like the process the end is more or less the result you're supposed to get so if i say a means it's like someone okay let's say for example we know the process the process of transformation the goal of transformation is supposed to be our focus becoming like Christ but if our focus becomes the process that process of just reading the Bible and praying that's not the focus the focus is not reading the Bible and praying the focus is becoming like Christ so that's a means leading to an end that we become like Christ I hope Holy Spirit, please help us understand, help us understand, help us understand. The means is good, but the process should be our focus. The Bible said, the Bible says, Jesus, he focused, his focus was the glory. That's why he did not mind the challenges that were going on around him. His focus was that glory. That was where his eyes were. That's why most of the times we get weary. Because our focus is praying and studying. That's not the focus. If your focus is that, is that goal that transformed you, Christ, if that's your focus, no matter what comes your way, you keep standing and you keep going to God. You keep going to God. You keep finding a way to. Huh? <laughs> you keep going to God. So, like I said about matter, if matter could, if matter could, you know, just sit back and say, wait. Why do I need to prepare this food? I could just give him a glass of water and listen to him teach. And at the end of the day, we said we'll, he would definitely still eat something. 
But right now, this teaching is much more important. And that's the way we're supposed to view our lives. Because the truth is that <sighs> if we don't occupy our time with something, something will, something will definitely come up. So if we don't put the right things, something will definitely come up. So it's better for us to just plan. Just put something there. Put something there. Put something beneficiary. Put something you know would, you know, elevate, inspire your spirit. Something you know would definitely help you move forward. You want to move forward. Prioritize. Prioritize. Don't misplace it. Prioritize very well. Prioritize that purpose God has shown you. Prioritize that vision God has given you. Prioritize it. Above every other thing. Prioritize it. If God says this is what you're supposed to do, prioritize it above every other thing. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, another hindrance is comparison. 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 Most of us, we want to move forward. Like, we keep saying, Father, I don't want to stay in this level. I don't want to stay in this level. But if you keep comparing yourself with your neighbor, how would you move? I want us to remember, first of all, that you are not your neighbor. Both of you don't have the same purpose. Both of you are not going to the same place in destiny. Even as we are right now in the family, as a family in ECC and in true spirituality, our purposes are different. Although we have we have a set vision in ECC, but we the the vision in ECC and the vision in true spirituality, they are corporate visions. Our personal visions are supposed to align to them. So we don't compare ourselves with each other and say, ah, this person is married. Hey, ah, God, but I thought I would get married before this person. Ah, I thought I would get married. Oh, God, why? Before you know, you don't spoil it your whole day. Eh? Why don't you sit back and focus on what God has given you? It is so important that we see beyond what's going on in social media and try to compare it with our lives. Let's have the understanding that most of those things are not real. They are not real. They are trying to show you a perfect picture. When we know in reality that human beings are, human beings are walking towards perfection. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So the fifth one is unawareness of seasons. Unawareness. Unawareness. Some people just, you know, they just live life. Months come. One month come. Another month come. Another month come. And you're just, you know, you're just moving. And you are comfortable. If you want to move forward, it's important 
that you pay attention to seasons. It's important that you pay attention to seasons. What is going on in your life now? And how is it different from what was going on before? Who are the people in your life now? And how are they influencing you? And how have they helped you move forward? Or the other way around, how have you helped people in your circle move forward? What season are you in? What are you dealing? What is, what is you and the Holy Spirit dealing on now? What's the focus? What's the focus? What season are you in? If you don't know, I suggest that you talk to the Holy Spirit right now. Talk to him. Talk to him. What distinguishes us as believers is that we have the Holy Spirit. We can't live life like everyone else. No. No. We have to be aware of where God is, is highlighting. Perceiving. We have to be aware. We have to understand where God is placing the right people. <laughs> I learned from Miles Monroe that there is a difference between right and good. Something can be right. Something can be good. But it's not necessarily right. But if something is right, it's definitely good. So how about we start looking at our lives from the perspective of, ah, okay, it can even help us prioritize. If you know you are, in, you are in this season, if something else comes along the way that is not part of the season, it will be easy for you to just shift it aside. What season are you in? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you, Lord. Father, we pray that you bring an awareness, O oh Lord, to us. An awareness to our minds of what season we're in and what we should do. The wisdom, the wisdom, O oh Lord, to be able to maximize Every season in our lives, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 A person that really, a character in the Bible, or a life we, could, we can learn from, is Esther. Esther understood that this is an uncommon opportunity that she had to grab. Esther understood the code of conduct. She, when she got to the palace, she was not just behaving like every girl that was like, hey, 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 I'm in the palace, so, hey, I'm going to be eating queen's food. Hey, her head was not sparking like that. 
What I just said just made me remember. If you listen to Mildred or Konko, she'll be like, how can you? They will give you a ring. I you doing? She'll be like, you don't even know. You don't know. You don't know that you are signing up for work. For responsibility. <laughs> so like I was saying, Esther grabbed this opportunity. The favor that came upon Esther. <laughs> it's not unmerited. Mm-mm. Esther knew what she was going for and she grabbed it. The way she approached the Enoch. The way she spoke. The way she obeyed. Everything fell into place. Huh. My God. <laughs> My God. My God. Sometimes I look at her life and I'm like, God. I have the Holy Spirit. I have the Holy Spirit. She, she, she did not have the Holy Spirit. But I have the Holy Spirit. And I'm grateful. Because <laughs> I know he would help me too. <laughs> yes. So being at the right place. Having the right relationship. All those. They are important for seasons. You will get to a particular season that. <laughs> the person. Before you know, you are so close to this. Like, let's not take things for granted. Honestly, let's not take things for granted. You just see yourself flowing with a particular person that both of you were in, like, for example, both of you attend the same church. And all of a sudden, you start becoming close. Not that it's so, everything is marriage, marriage, marriage. Not really. There are some relationships that for that season, it's needed. It's needed. So we have to, first of all, be, we need to be able to design. And all I'm talking about is for us to be able to move forward. Because we need to know all these things. Moving forward is not, it's not impactation per se. After we finish praying, there are instructions the Holy Spirit will start giving. So like I said, first of all, we need to discern. We need to discern the right placement, the right relationship, the right opportunity, the right person, the right code of conduct, the right protocol. For example, you get to a particular place, okay, you received you received an opportunity. Like like Apostle Selma would always say, there's a when you get to anywhere. There's a protocol. Some people don't know. Some people don't know this. In fact, they don't even care. They don't even care. There's a code of conduct. There's how to speak. There are some places you go to. They don't speak the way they um you the way you usually maybe speak where you are coming from. So you observe, you learn, and you begin to flow. It starts by discerning. Then you begin to honor. You honor what you see. 
you begin to celebrate. You see something good. You don't say, ah, it's just luck. That person can't do it well. No. You all know it. You celebrate it. It's unique. People don't just do great things. No. You have to be aware of season. How much more if governor brings you close to that person? Ah. 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 You will not say, no, the person is just doing it. No. Great things don't happen by accident. That person was intentional. So you have to honor. Learn. This is awareness of seasons. Okay, you need a particular thing at this time. The Holy Spirit will definitely order your steps to be able to meet the right person that has already passed through this process. Be aware of seasons. Be aware of seasons. God tells you, okay, at this time, I want you and this person to be praying together. You'll not be telling the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I don't talk to this person. I would like to call the person and we should be praying together. Not so, not so. Because I say, not so, not so. Listen, listen, <gasps> listen. <laughs> okay. So the final one we have here is okay. Okay. Yes. 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 So like I said, it's important. It's important. It's important to be aware of seasons. Don't allow them to just pass you by. That's why we always have to live 247 in the spirit. Our minds should not just be like, um, no, you are a believer. That's the more reason because the Holy Spirit is always with you. So be conscious of him. And you see, you just see him speaking, flowing. And your life wouldn't just be just usual. Because you have the Holy Spirit. He would be able to let you know that, ah, this that just happened, this is what you should do to be able to. Sometimes he does not even explain this. He would just say, do this. That's why I said we have to listen honestly. But sometimes he goes through like at that point where, <laughs> at that point where, because most of us, we can be so busy that we're not even listening to him. But at that point, when you know where we are so still, or you just listen, lead you to listen to a message, then you begin to understand what's going on in your life. Like, and I need to share this testimony. <laughs> it was funny to me how three people from different locations, I mean three people in my life, that they don't even know each other, they recommended the same message for me to listen to. I was like, no, this has to be God. <laughs> like that can it can it, it cannot be a coincidence. I mean, three different people that I know that they don't know each other. They're from three different three different countries. They recommended the same message within a within a week. They recommended the same message for me to listen to. Ah. The day it clicked in my brain, I was like, Holy Spirit, oh, are you serious? 
And he has been prompting me to do it, but I've been like, ah, I have this to do. Okay, I have to sleep by this time. No. So sometimes he just goes the extra mile because he loves us. And he believes, ah, see, if you do not hear anything, please hear this. The Holy Spirit wants you to move forward. Partner with him. He wants you to move forward. So partner with him. He wants you to move forward. He's consistent. So be consistent. He wants you to move forward. Partner with him. He's interested in your growth. He's interested in you coming out of that shell called self. He's interested that the potentials, all of it, all the potentials in you come out. And I say all because, ah, Miles Monroe said, one thing he fears most is his last success. Because his last success can stop him from achieving the next success. Because I and I understand what he means. Because we can just feel sometimes, ah, I've I've done this before. Oh my, ah, maybe I will just be comfortable with, with with the fact that I have done this. Yeah, I've accomplished this, so I'm satisfied. No, that's where we're getting wrong. No, as far as you're in this earth, God has. I mean, he has predestined potentials inside of you. So don't think ah, this is their team going forward. I've done enough in my life. Or I'm com- don't be comfortable where you are. Come up, Hida. Come up. Shift. Begin to discern what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. One of my one of my insistent sisters sent me a song. I woke up this morning after praying. I just went to my phone. I saw a song. Like I could tell she composed it. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. I was just like, wow. Okay. Like God is literally giving people instructions in this season. Don't count yourself out. Don't say mm. I've been praying since. What's what's there again? Like I said, the prayer, it's a means to an end. Ah, my God. The prayer is not the goal. The four hours, the five hours, the six hours is not the goal. The goal is that you be transformed. The goal is that there's something bettered in your life and you manifest that's to go that's to go so don't don't look at yourself and count yourself out i listened to the pray the pre-camp session oh i didn't listen sorry i went through the notes the notes that's the typed out notes that were on the page and I saw there distinctively. Write your expectations down. The moment I saw that, I see Margaret receive sense. <laughs> receive sense. <laughs> I took my pen and paper 
And I wrote my expectations down. I said, God, this is what I'm expecting. This is what I'm expecting. So don't count yourself out. Don't think because this on this is online, the Holy Spirit will not move. Ah, the devil is is lying to you. He's lying to you because God has already started moving right now. So don't count yourself out. Listen. I choose the ways of the Lord. 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 Transform the minds, O Lord, of those who don't see anything good in themselves. Transform the minds, O Lord, of those who have been limited. <laughs> those who have been told all their lives that they are not, that nothing good can come out of them. Transform their minds, O Lord, by the power of your word. Let them begin to see from a different perspective. Let them begin to see, O Lord, from the lens of your word. I choose the ways of the Lord. Oh Lord, uplift those that the devil thought that he's done with. Pull, oh Lord, those that have been squished and oppressed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we silence every voice of the devil, every voice telling lies. Ah, we silence it in the name of Jesus. Every voice telling you you are a failure. Hmm. Every voice telling you you can't make it. You can't meet up. Ah, labrando shatela no sobrantalia mano satalia. That we silence them in the name of Jesus. That is not who God has called you. 
and begin to receive, begin to tap, begin to draw from the resources of heaven. Begin to receive, begin to tap from the resources of heaven. You are blessed beyond measure. Who the Lord has blessed, no man can curse. You live in abundance. You live in abundance. You do not have the spirit of fear. So even in the midst of Kalabra Suntaliana Masuntelanoa Eshamama Sunindalia Kondeskemarado Sabradayana, even in the midst of chaos, you are able to see clearly your goal and you move and tap into it in the name of Jesus. You are created to manifest. Not to remain in the process. You are created to manifest. To show forth the glory of God. Move in the name of Jesus. Move in the name of Jesus. Move in the name of Jesus. You have been, you have encamped around that mountain too long. Move not word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for joining. Father, we appreciate you. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, O Lord. Your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. I I was blessed. I know you were too. God is amazing. Stay tuned. This is just day two and it's the morning session. Do have a wonderful and a blessed day. Bye.